I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community, and I always find it to be a treat and a treasure. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome your friend of mine, Gray Haas. What is up, Hallie? I am so excited to be here and sorry if I am being a little uh, distracted. I'm just checking out this video that we made last week. And um, <laughs> if people haven't seen it, we had a cybersecurity expert on 
just checking out some of the new teen slang that's out there right. and it is kind of blowing up <laughs> yeah if you if you haven't seen it on instagram and tiktok and all those places that that you can you can find us go check out mega the podcast because it's really exciting hallie when when one of these things goes viral and it's really important as really a parent is. trying to raise godly kids to stay on top of and understand what they're talking about because you know these kids can start talking in code and oh it, they do i can barely understand them so i thought i found it informative i found it a little concerning yeah um it made me want to get right on my knees and start praying for the future of the youth of america what were some of the ones that surprised you most hallie when it came to that list of slang terms that, that the youth are using these days well i i I was really affected by the one ghosting when they say ghosting. And that's Um, when you drive, that's when a teenager is driving the car from the passenger seat. Yeah. And that reminds me of a bad dream I have. Sometimes I have this recurring nightmare where I'm uh, in the back seat of the car and nobody is in the driver's seat. And I'm like, oh, because I can't reach the wheel and I can't reach the gas or brakes. And I'm just trying to get up there to get control of it. And so I thought ghosting, that is awful that kids are doing this and probably with their parents vehicles no wonder there's so many teen accidents that's funny i have a dream i have a similar dream but it's kind of a um not a nightmare it's when i'm in the back seat and there's a lady driver and Uh, she's really out of control uh and i have to make this decision which i ultimately make the same decision every time which is i either have to throw her out of the car and take over just to to get the car under control uh, or not. And luckily, every time that I have thrown her out of the car, you know, I wake up. Oh. Yeah. But, wow. you know, just to, I, I don't really think of it as a nightmare because I don't see the repercussions of what happens to her, but I do get control of the car again. You know, my husband, Lance Labonte, has a funny joke. Every time he gets in the passenger seat and I'm at the wheel, he always shoots up a loud verbal prayer where he's like, well, God, you see, I'm sitting here with a lady driver. You're really going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> that is Protect so me. funny. That good? I didn't realize Lance was funny. Yeah. He, yeah. He, um. Yeah, my then my son Day usually says stuff like, "Hey, Dad, ever heard of don't bite the hand that feeds you and stuff?" And I said, uh, "He's I don't not think biting anything." Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I okay. Whatever. I day. also, honestly, Gray, I was fascinated by drip because I hear kids say drip a lot too. Right, they're saying it all the time, and uh, a cybersecurity expert says that has to do with the so- sort of bodily fluids that get you pregnant, and I just don't understand uh-huh. why. They're always saying it. It grieves the heart of it God. It really does. I mean, also. These acronyms kids use, like oh, they're everywhere. BTW or whatever. BET or whatever. This one that he taught us this week was I wake I I I Y K Y K I Y K Y K I Y K Y K. Is your kid your kid? Like when a mom doesn't know if the baby's hers or not. I know, and that's I never knew that happened. Only way she can find out is probably go on the Kelly Clarkson show and do a maternity test. I know, and that I you know one that really surprised me too was uh, was Finna, that's which was right. What, what just a, another Sarah Palin kid that we never really heard about. I know there's a Braxton, a Braylon, a Palin, a Salen, and a Finna. I know. And yeah, they just the, and it's like why it, that seems not even that Sarah Palin is very relevant. Why are kids talking about Finna? I know. The, speaking of relevant, though, you know what the kids say all the time. Well, everybody. I feel like everybody in America says 
woke. Whoa. And I wasn't exactly sure what it meant. I thought it meant something liberal and progressive, but um, our cybersecurity expert let us know that it actually means, you know, hating white people. Right. And that's so sad. And that's just where we are these days, isn't it? Well, one that I'll throw in that at the very end, parents really be careful of. If you hear about FOMO, that is an acronym. It means Femme on Masculine Orgy. And I would also couple that with if you hear MOFO, which means Masculine on Feminine Orgy. And so, yeah, I'm just I'm just really, you know, there's orgies everywhere happening. Another thing they say all the time is blow up. I'm going to blow up. And I don't know if you're a parent listening, but uh, hold on to your hat. It's a type of doll. And if your kid has one, you really need to go through the rest of their room. You really do deflate that thing. And then there was the last one. I can't remember. Um, high key. High key. High key. I mean, it must have to do with Ariana Grande, right? She's always kind of way up there. Or maybe it's because it's the season of Mariah that we're getting into with all the snow oh, and jingle bells. Best. Maybe it's talking about her whistle tones. Her whistle tones are the best. And let's end on a good one because there was one that encouraged me. The kids say low key all the time. Oh, low key, yeah. And we learned that it's just a Marvel movie, which is great. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs. Listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Right. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. <laughs> This month is... Wow! Oh, Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. (laughs) So that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Wherever you get podcasts. Just like Jesus was a teen in the temple talking to the rabbis while his parents thought he was lost, our guest today is not a lost teen. She is a member of Climax, and we're so glad to have her back. Please welcome to the program, Alicia Cabo. How you doing, my friend? Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me back. And what an incredible reminder of Jesus being in the temple. I love I love that as the reminder and also a reminder that he was flipping over the tables another time in the temple. Yep, yep. yep. Isn't it cool to think of Jesus as an adolescent? I mean, he was a teen too. I wonder if he felt hormones. I don't know, but all I know is that Mary, who of course was not perfect, 
was, you know, saying, where are you, Jesus? And he was like, hey, mom, get away from me. Like, get behind me, Satan. Because she yep. was trying to yep. get him. Yep. And he was 12, I think. I believe he was 12. And I'm a little older than that. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, I, you are. I, I, so, sorry. You know, um, but yeah, no, Jesus didn't have hormones. Oh. So, so Alicia, I would say, and it's so nice to have you back, you are one of our more dedicated teens that come to Climax. Uh, you're also, I would say, you know, on a scale of intensity, you are so committed to Christ and Jesus specifically, and you always have interesting things to say. And this week you emailed me and said, I've got to come back on the podcast because I am struggling yeah. and I have to help other teens with this type of struggle that I'm having. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go ahead and start there with, I would love to. with that and, and what's going on? Well, with first yeah. of all, thank you. I will say just a quick side note. There's no way you can believe in Jesus Christ and not be as intense as I am if you truly understand and believe it, the gospel. So I'll just say that to start. Um, yes, great. And yeah, I'm... I'm being vulnerable. You know, sometimes it's like, I, I would say it's not the what you're saying, it's the way you say it. Okay. Can you speak on that? I'm not sure. I, I guess, you know, I would say like of all the, the ladies who come to Climax, you know, you're very tall, you don't blink much, and a lot of times your volume is a bit higher. And a lot of times you'll be, you know, you just, I'm saying I love the intensity of your belief yeah. and you can be an intense person because you've kind of got like hawk-like qualities. And I love that. And I do love that. Thank you for saying yes. that. Oh, yeah. We, I love that. Child of God. I am a yeah. child of God. I am a tall child of God. Yeah. Yeah. Closer to heaven. The hawk-like qualities, I don't really love that. But yeah, let, let's just dive in because I know with you guys, you'll probably just kind of do the pleasantries for who knows how long. Um, I'd love to get to the meat. I'd love to get to the meat. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Um, you mentioned hormones. Let's talk Jesus. You mentioned hormones. Yes. Yes. Well, unfortunately, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God yes. made, knitted me together in my mother's womb. And a part of that knitting yes. was giving me hormones that kind of seemed to rage up in your teenage years, which oh. I am. Yes. And yeah. I'll be honest, I've got a bit of a crush on not one, but oh. three guys. And it is wow, getting in the way wonderful. of my... No. Oh. It's getting in the way of my relationship with Jesus. Oh, and I want to talk to you guys, not that I think you can help me, but that if I talk about it, it'll just remind me of how wrong yep. it is. Yep. Okay. So, and and I will say that, you know, thank you for coming to us first. Thank you. Uh, maybe, maybe we can help you. Maybe not, but I know Jesus can uh, because in him, all well, things Well, and I'm possible. sorry. I, I didn't mean, I know, through all things are possible, of course. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I just, it seems like, cause even when I said I have a crush on three guys, Hallie immediately just said, great, you know, and right. then it's not great. So that's, and I'm sorry. I know I should respect my elders. But I just was wanting to say that like, you're getting ready for marriage. I mean, you could be only two, three years away from True. a godly marriage and it might be one of these guys. And I hope that one of your crushes is Luca Benefenstanciano because I think he's one of the sweetest kids in Climax. Unfortunately for me, Luca doesn't, I, and I have a list of all of the qualities in my husband and Luca doesn't match any of those. Oh, oh what okay. Are, what are some of those qualities? Yeah, yeah what's the list? Um, okay. Number one, medium hair. I'm going to let you decide what that means. Like color, like spice or color? Medium hair. Okay. Just, I'm not going to go into detail about okay, it. It's yeah. just, that's what's on my yeah, list. I see and this is a real list. Okay. Okay. Um, number two, clear skin. Mm. And I'm sorry, it's just no offense to anybody that has acne. Because again, if God created yeah. you with acne, he knitted you together in your mother's womb 
and he intentionally gave you acne and that's your yep. cross to bear. For me, I don't I don't want to be helping my future husband pop yep. pimples on his yep. back. Yep. That's not appropriate for me to do. Yep. Number three, um, obviously, and this isn't going in order of importance. I'm talking about physical attributes first and then I'll get to the spiritual ast- attributes. Okay. Um, but yeah, number three um, makes me feel that God, like makes me, when I want to give him a hug, I instead want, I instead go to my Bible immediately. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yes. So it's like his hug, instead of getting me excited, it makes me just want to dive into the scripture. Yes. So medium hand knows it makes you want to hug a Bible. Uh Uh-huh. This is awesome so far. Yeah. And lets me go to the store without him every now and then. That's a good call. That's okay. a good call. Is that in part of number three or is that number four? That's number four. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Now, okay. So, I, and I, I'm guessing those aren't the spiritual ones? Well, the oh, third right, one okay. was. Well, they're all spiritual. If you think about it, everything is spiritual. Okay. If you think about it, like even the sweatshirt that I'm wearing is spiritual. Ooh. Like, do you know what I mean? Like everything, you can't, because God created everything. Do you understand? Yeah. Yes, Gray? I do. So everything is spiritual. Awesome. Yes. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry. But yeah, basically, yeah. So I'm that, but that main one, I don't want to be hugging. Okay. I'll be honest. I went to the walk for oh. life. Someone at the walk for life did give me a hug and it was three in the morning. Okay. But that's the walk for life yeah. is 24 yeah. hours. You know, yeah. you, you're walking all for life. I did get a hug at three Yikes. o'clock in the morning and I don't think that yeah. was appropriate. And I mean, it was, of course there were people there, but it was, it did something mm-hmm. to me. Nothing good happens after midnight. Mm-hmm. I say it every day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, and I don't know if this young man, and he is in the youth group, I don't know where he stands mm-hmm. with the Lord. What is my future husband going right. to think right. about that? Right. He's going to feel slighted. He's going to feel like somebody robbed from his purse, you know? He's going to feel like you're a chewed up piece of gum. You got hugged at 3 a.m. in a yeah. life walk. Yes. He, so, you don't I'm, want I'm your future husband guess. to feel like he's getting a used car that's got some miles on it that lost two grand from the minute it went off the lot. Amen. You want him, Amen. you don't want to be a CarMax car. You want to be a dealership car with zero miles. Zero miles. And now it's, it's ruined because essentially what happened was I had this used essentially a used car salesman throw himself at you in the middle of the so night was it he it was another kid in the youth group right i just want to make yeah. sure a used car salesman wasn't hugging teens at the uh, the at the walk for life because no. i mean that's a problem in and of itself and we have had that problem before no. jo- john pennington oh, oh john. john pennington yeah. actually now this is coming together for me so before we get into the, the spiritual attributes that you're looking for I was wondering when you stood up on your chair last week and said i named thee repent and you were pointing at john pennington that was a bit disruptive to what we were trying to do up on stage, which was a really cool step dance, actually, to "To Lord, I Lift Your Name on High." But so when you were when you were naming John Pennington and saying "Repent," and then you were saying "Repennington," mm-hmm. oh, that's clever. I like. Thank that. you. Was that in regards to this? It was, and it was more because I was because it was three a.m. and I had been walking for life. I didn't know which way was up. Yeah, and yeah. that hug. I've never felt anything like that before. Well, well it's 3 a.m. You it must, must be, be lonely. It must. It felt so right that it must be wrong. It's 3 a.m. It must be lonely. And Matchbox 20 is, they have come out as Christians. Awesome. Oh, so we're allowed. Well, if I might offer you a word basket of encouragement, Alicia, don't worry about that John uh, Repentington because you know what? 
He has long blonde hair and I don't consider that medium at all. So he doesn't even make the cut. So forget him. So I'm not pregnant. Definitely not pregnant. That is the good news. So you can, you know, release some of the tension in your belly about that. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. some of the spiritual attributes you're looking for and so if john's one and, and also where did the other two crushes come in because i'm i'm a, I'm a little bit worried that you're really casting your net pretty wide if you've got three simultaneous crushes well yeah travis corn travis corn oh, what a cutie i like travis corn his parents are good too. travis corn uh-huh. oh no what do you know about him well they call him travis corn little horn because he's got a weird bump in the back of his head and it's corn with a K, right? Like the band. I hope that band gets saved too. Corn with a K. Corn with a K and an E on the end. Yep. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it's a backwards K, which is super weird. Yeah. He must be from Russia or something. Well, and so, okay. So you're saying that he has a little horn on the back of his head. Well, yeah. So that and not, not to shame him. In. I'm just saying he does have a strange little horn and they call him Travis Horn, Unicorn, Little Horn. God yeah. knit that horn together in his mother's womb. Unicorn. I will say that. Yeah. And I mean, okay. So I've never hugged him. I've never touched any part of him awesome but he's new i think that's kind of the what's going on i think because he's new yeah and he does seem like he's on fire for jesus because i did see him wearing a reese's peanut butter cup shirt that said instead of reese's it said Jeezy's. Oh, that's so cool. It's such that. a great So shirt. I thought that it's was so funny. i thought that he was willing to make that proclamation i thought well here's a guy that could potentially be my partner yeah. who's not afraid to admit that jesus is reese's yep. you know like jesus reese's pieces yeah. jesus is the piece that you're missing in your life yeah well i don't know what the shirt said i was kind of i'll be honest i was distracted looking at his um little horn his neck <laughs> oh his neck does he have a nice neck yeah because oh. he has an adam's apple oh well yeah well god made you to be attracted to an adam's apple and that's okay well definitely don't touch that little horn you might get kissed or something you believe in curses i mean it, not usually but in regard to him i sort of do and there are curses in the bible jesus cursed a fig tree you know so there are some curses and um you know when when eve took the apple god cursed her with pain in childbirth and menstruation and stuff that we still have today. I mean, you might have menstrual cramps right now as a reminder of our sinful nature. I, yeah, I haven't gotten my period yet. Oh, okay. We, my doctors think it's because, well, they think it's because I run 
too far. Oh yeah, um, track and field girls. And I'm always running, and not, but not because it's more for me. It's a remind. I think God is holding off on my period yes. because He knows how strong that's going to be when I do get it. Yeah, mm. that's really cool. Well, and He wants me to focus on bringing more people into the kingdom. Yeah. Yep. And and once I'm on my period, I'm going to be just pumping out children. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he knit your period together in your mother's womb, too. Okay, well, I'm so, sorry we had sorry. to talk about that. But, you know, I do think, so we've got John Pennington, Travis Corn, uh, Corn, Unicorn. And who is this third one? Well, in, uh, intentionally, the third one is actually Jesus Christ himself. Oh, and let me explain. that's great. Oh, yes. So have you guys ever, yes. so I want to read something. This is something I wrote in my actual journal. Oh, and just to this get. This is sort of like wedding Wedding vows to Jesus. Oh, I love it! Ooh. And just to give everybody a, a visual here, this is a this is a large book. It's it's white. It says Jesus in kind of fun script on the front. It's got a large lock on it, and I would say it's upwards of a thousand pages. It's thick. Yes, and it's only been this is only and I'm almost halfway through the a thousand page journal, and I started it two months ago. Oh, oh. so let's just say I am pouring myself into these pages. And a lot of the time I am just transcripting Bible verses. Awesome. That's so cool. So does that, does that count <coughs> if you're just doing transcripts of Bible verses as journaling? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Because I, <laughs> for sure. This is an invisible love with my perfect lover and lover is all caps. Oh. L or L is capital. Yeah, yeah. Though I have not seen his face, capital H I S. I know his beauty through the sunsets and the night skies. Oh, it's poetry. And those are his gifts to me, his bride. He lavishes me daily. His beauty is in me, and his love is what others see and are blessed by. My lover shines in my life by his grace. He knows my every thought, my dark desires, and yet he looks at me with a content smile. He is pleased with me. Because I'm covered by his blood. The spotless lamb makes me beautiful. Oh, Amen. Alicia, I'm covered in God bumps. That's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. I think you're a poet. I mean, and just, yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really impressed. And just about how much he is lavishing you. There's just so much lavishing going on, isn't there? Have you ever felt that way about Jesus? Yes. I got to ask you too. Yes. Um, ravished and lavished. Well, you know, to me, Jesus is kind of like my bro. You know, he's like someone who is like my best friend. He's like a father figure who's also like my mate. And so, you know, when I think about Jesus like this, I'm, I'm kind of just like, okay, wow, this is really intense. Like, and, and I don't expect anything less from you, Alicia. Well, you're his I, bride. That's true. Well, you know, so, I mean, I, I, maybe that's kind of like a good way to think of it metaphorically, but I, you know, everybody's got uh, a different relationship with Christ, don't they? And for me, it's kind of- Is that a metaphor uh, in the Bible? I thought it was true. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I think of him almost like a guy who's spotting me at the gym and there's nothing that can be put on my bar that he's not going to be able to help me lift, even if I don't need his help, which sometimes I don't, you know, but also he's there lifting me up. And he's like- doing he's doing push-ups as well oh yeah so, i mean definitely well you can also picture jesus as standing face to face with you as if at the front of a church 
and you're wearing a veil and he lifts the veil up to reveal your face. And then you're looking in each other eyeball to eyeball with nothing between you. Cause that's a metaphor that works too. And, and Alicia is right. It's not really a metaphor. We are the bride of Christ and we are going to have a wedding night together in yeah. heaven when we walk through those pearly gates. Yeah. So you are the bride. What's this drawing here that you have on this next page? So that, okay, I guess so this is that, you. Yeah, that's me. And as you see, I'm being held by huge muscular arms. Right. Ah, oh, wow. And what? then those are obviously Jesus's arms. And then the two men on the crosses on either side of you, is that John and That's John Pennington and Travis Corn. Oh, that's so cool. Cool is one word you could use. However, I'd say another word is totally accurate. These guys are sinners. These guys are sinners. Yep. Totally we all accurate. fall so, short of the glory of God, so, isn't that right? So you're kind of using the imagery of Christ on the cross, the two sinners hanging on either side of the cross for John and Travis. Travis. And John and John and Travis. Yeah. And I guess now I'm now this makes a lot of sense because they did come to me and said, you know, some of the things you're drawing are a bit scary to them. And I can imagine if you're a young guy and you just, you know, maybe this this lady has a crush on you and then she's drawing pictures of you hanging on a cross and there's a lot of blood here um, that that might be a bit intimidating. And the blood, well, the blood is beautiful. The blood of Christ is beautiful. And I, I think it should be represented more. I know that we don't necessarily like images of Jesus on the cross as evangelicals. Right. Um, and we kind of are like, no, because he rose. Yeah, we like an empty And cross. that, I think, is the biggest problem. I think that's the biggest problem with our culture. Oh. All we're talking about is the risen. But you're not thinking about the blood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and here in this picture, it doesn't really look like Jesus just seems like his big strong arms are kind of picking you up off one of the crosses. And then the other two guys are just covered in glitter and blood. Yeah. And I did that on purpose because that's kind of how I'm feeling because I know ultimately I shouldn't even, I should like, I shouldn't be yearning to be touched or hugged. Yep. Or kissed yep. by anybody yep. other than Jesus. Yep. And while he's not here physically to hug me and kiss me, it, I, 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 you know what I mean? Like I, it's like I can't even speak on it. It's wrong. And I don't quite fully understand it. And like you mentioned, I'm probably going to be getting married in two years. Probably. But it's probably going to have to be a pastor. Oh, that's so Someone great. who's radically... Yes on fire for the Lord. And I don't, I don't know what that's going to look like. I just know that I'm burning. And like Paul said, you can't, you got to get, you got to do it. You got to get either burn. What did he say? Do you know what I mean? I'm not allowed to read that verse because it's about sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, burning in the flesh. Yeah. Uh, you know, Paul really struggled with it. I know that there's been endless small groups and youth groups for centuries talking about whether or not Paul was talking about masturbation when he said, you know, he had this thorn in his flesh. And we know that we are not supposed to be you know, touching ourselves ever anywhere below the waist. And um, I love your Bible knowledge. And I think this, pic wow, this picture of you with the blood all over your face, th this almost looks like the movie Carrie, where she just got dumped with pig's blood. But it's such beautiful imagery that when God looks at you or Jesus looks at you, he sees you like that, you know, splattered in pig's I blood, except it's his blood. blood. And that's why he finds you blue beautiful. And of course, yes, that's it's such a good reminder that I'm ugly, unless covered by the blood yes. of Christ. Oh, I love that. I'm disgusting unless 
Jesus's blood is washed over me. And and I like actually thinking about it like that. I would ask you this, Alicia, which is when you witness to, and, and you are someone who is witnessing all the time. And I'm, I th- I'm so impressed by that because you're so Amen. ready to share your love of Jesus with other people. Of One criticism I've had is that you haven't necessarily been witnessing to people like John, to people like Travis. Right, I, and, right. and I wonder why that is, because it seems like you really love to go to, and I'm going to say this plainly, Hallie, and I don't mean offense, sort of the uggos. And, and I just kind of mean... And, and I'm not saying that that's what they call each other. Right. You know, I'm not right. saying oh, they're okay. ugly. They, they're just saying, you know, they're the less popular kids in, in Climax or in that, that, that yeah. go to your school. Yeah. And, and so why is that? Why can't you go? Do you, why don't why do you have trouble With when it jocks. comes to witnessing to maybe the jocks or the attractive people? The gorgeous people. Um, I'm going to take full ownership here on this one. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. It is easier to talk to ugly people about Jesus. Mm -hmm. I understand that. And, and I'll say it, I'll say it. I am ashamed. And this is what I I'm struggling with. I am ashamed that that's a thing that I'm doing and I need help. Yeah. Because when I face St. Peter at the gates, and he looks at me and says, well, I want to let you in, but you had an opportunity to talk to the captain of the football team about Jesus, and you didn't. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Yep. 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 Because hot people are scary. Yep. Oh, yeah. And if a hot person makes fun of you, yeah. Yeah. that's scary. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and right now, I can't think about anything else other than that. It is scary, but... Ugly people need the Lord because they're, you know what I mean? And me too, me included. Yeah, that's true. It's easier. It is easier for the ugly person to go through the eye of the camel. Yep. yep. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Than it is for a hot person to use an eel. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't have, I guess, you know, normally I have all of these, like, you're seeing the cracks. Yeah. You're seeing the cracks and the crevices in freaking me. And I, I'm coming undone, Lord, and Jesus, I, and I and I need to be covered in prayer over this. Well, I'm going to put you on the top of my prayer list that you'll feel more comfortable walking up to the hot, attractive, popular crowd to tell them about Jesus. But, you know, if I might offer you a word basket of encouragement, you know, the uggos need Jesus almost more because guess what? They They can be incentivized with the fact that they're going to get a brand new body in heaven, and guess what? be hot. You know, that's not going to be wow. a lot of incentive to the attractive people who are already hot. See? Isn't that great? That's, I always forgot about that, that you do become hot in Yeah, heaven. you have a perfect body, the Bible says. That's right. I think about it all the time. So am I wrong? So am I wrong? Well, I think maybe the hot Christians should be speaking to the hot non-believers. Yeah, but I... So that's not my mission field. Yeah. Yeah. I... I I'm on your side on this one. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And if you ever need just, you know, advice on how to talk to a hot person, I mean, I'm here and, you know, I don't like it, but I, I have been considered by many to be hot and being hot is unapproachable. It can be intimidating, but then people meet me and they're like, Hey, you're just a normal guy. You're awesome. Well, how did you come to Christ when you, even though you're hot, how would you even, 
Do you know what I mean? Well, What's going on with that? How did you even come? To I mean, uh, well, I've come to him time and time again over my life. And I would just say that it started when I was rock climbing with Young Life in Australia. And I was at the end. That's a hot activity. Yeah, it, it was. And I was at the end of a belay rope with, to be honest, at that, that time, a guy who was also considered hot. And so sometimes he, you know, and I was up there on the rocks and he was witnessing to me and he was saying, he was using the ropes as a metaphor and saying, I I could let you fall, but I'm not going to. And that Jesus is the same way. And I was like on belay, belay on. And we did the whole thing. And then I did slip at the end. He caught me. And I was like, this is a God thing. Jesus or the hot? Uh, It was this guy named Vince Cantaloupe, but he, unfortunately, he, did pass no. away uh, in a climbing accident, oh. but he was being, you know, it was at a different, it was at a different group. And I think at that point he had maybe strayed some wow. and guess what? Jesus didn't catch him. I just hope he was a Christian when he got to heaven, Wow! but actually hot people witnessing the hot people can be very effective. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And maybe, so maybe your mission field is tall, uh, uh, kind of the tall hawk people. You know, I'm probably of no help here, Alicia, because I'm just a Midwestern mom who's had a bunch of kids and a bunch of breast reduction. So wow. I'm no help. But since Gray is both tall and hot, why don't you practice right now witnessing to him? We can give you a little role play sesh. Okay. I'll, um, I'll try. And not only do they have to be hot, but I have to be into them. And so this is going to be hard because there's no way I would ever good, good, be good, into. Good, 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 good. Great. Okay. So I just well, yeah, to he's, he's over yeah. twice your age. I mean, goodness. Uh, probably not twice. Well, not age, even yeah. that, but just his, his pastoral. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The way he pasteurizes. Yeah. He's pasteurized. Okay. So maybe to get me into it, maybe you're doing some hot activity. Yeah. Should we set the scene? Maybe you're in GNC picking out some protein powder or maybe at the, at planet fitness doing some clean jerks or maybe, well, I would never be there. I would never oh, be. Right. Oh, right. 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 Let me th- right. Uh, okay. So I'm um, out on the track uh, where, yeah. where maybe you're running around. Yeah. Okay. Also, I'm not pasteurized. So I'm, I'm about up to a chin. Oh, right, right. You're up to my chin. Okay. Okay. Here I come. Um, hey. Oh, hey. How How's it going? Uh, great. You know, it could be going much better. Uh, really? Would you like to tell me about Jesus? Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm um, sorry I'm leading it a bit just because I kind of know, oh, like I kind of, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay. okay. Take two. Okay, Take two. <laughs> you guys are so funny. Oh, I didn't even see you oh, there. wait, I'm sorry. I bet you're wondering why. Uh, I, who am I talking? Yeah, I guess I thought I was alone, but okay. She's setting the scene, Greg. Okay, see you guys. I, I, I was talking to a group. I was talking oh, okay. to a group. So here's the scene. I'm in a group. Everybody's laughing at me. Everybody. Oh, okay, me. great. Everybody is cracking up at what okay. I'm saying. Okay, good, good. Um, oh, I bet you're wondering why I'm able to be so fun and nice and everybody loves me and is always laughing at what I'm saying, mm-hmm. huh? I bet you're wondering where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, maybe because you're so tall. Well, you know who made me tall? A little guy by the name of Jesus. Oh, he wasn't so little. Jesus was actually known to be six, seven. Really? Oh. Yeah. Hey, did you want to learn more about this stuff? Why don't you come to my youth group, Climax? And I know what you're thinking. That's for losers and ugly people. But it's not true. My youth pastor is really hot. And he was in a relationship with a rock climbing guy who died. I wasn't in a relationship with him. I'm just saying, I would like we were rock climbing together. Sorry. That's a relationship. Oh, okay. I'm in a relationship with my mom. Like the relationship I have with my mom is that she's my mom. Yep. 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 
but there was nothing untoward happening. It was an appropriate. I thought that was really, really great. That was and awesome. I, and I think as long as you sort of use that stuff, that that whatever you said about me in the in the climax stuff, I think was great. I think that's going to get people super excited to come. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. And and don't don't shy away from using hell and heaven as incentives too to go up to someone and be like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but your path is headed straight towards eternal torment, and that's going to be a long time of a lot of well, suffering. Well, that's normally yeah. yeah. That's normally what I do, but I, like I said, I can't do that with hot people. It's a little different. I'm a little well, shy. If there's one thing we know, hot people are probably not going to hell. I just, I agree. Well, <laughs> see, this is what happens to me. When I start thinking about hot people, I become like this freaking freak. Oh. And I, I lose all sight of reality and Jesus. And I'm like, did you see that? I was like, yeah. What's wrong with me? I hate this. I hate it. Maybe we need to pray a hedge of protection around her hormones, Gray. Do it as her youth pastor. Oh, that's a great idea. I want to be filled up by Jesus. I want to be filled yes. up by Jesus. Um, okay, yeah, I'll do a prayer. Um, Lord, we just ask that you have a little hedge around uh, Alicia's hormones. A big hedge. A big hedge, okay. A uh, big hedge. Big and hedge. we just, uh, yeah, we just um, we just pray, Lord, that... Uh, just... just and, just, just, uh, we just, we just hope we that just, we just, everything God, we is, just, we uh, just, that she'll sort of just, calm down just, just, uh, and just in a life. It's not uh, working. And oh, no, she's still just, feeling it. She's still yeah. feeling her hormones, right? It's not harder. In your name we pray. <laughs> said just too many times. I need a big hedge. Okay. Yeah, she need just it. needs a big hedge, Lord. Okay. Amen. Well, Alicia, maybe it would comfort you to read another one of your journal entries where you talk to God and you s- supplicate him with prayers. Okay. Okay, let me see here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Lord, okay. I don't know how to love. Lord, I need your wisdom and truth to guide and lead me. Lord, <clears throat> Lord, please show me how to love you. Give me a yearning for your touch. God, your touch. I want to be led by your voice and your touch. I so easily sway. Lord, I didn't seek your holy word today, and that's why I'm freaking out. So what, I had to go to school? Is that my excuse? Lord, there's no excuse for not being totally and completely immersed in you, oh God. Make vows to the Lord your God and keep them. Lord, I pray that I would be so enthralled by your beauty and that it wouldn't even make me think about anybody else. And may I yearn to be filled up by you, Lord, when I long for other people's touch and to feel the body of someone. Please restrain my fleshly and selfish desires. Show me my sin and weakness so that I may confess them to you and honor you with my whole body. Now that made me feel some kind of way. It was so nice to have her back on today's show. Our guest today was the delightful Alyssa Sabo. Follow her at Alyssa underscore Sabo. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.